Hey, what's happening? You're tuned to that Upper Left Life. I'm Randy. I live here in Spokane, Washington. And every other Monday I have conversations with my friends about music, movies, food, and of course, the sights in and around the Pacific Northwest. You know, the 315. Today on That Upper Left Life, we're going to talk about the Ring of Fire. Hey, this is Randy Budano. Hey, this is Ryan Kip. Today we're going to be talking about the Ring of Fire. I mean, this is where we live, right? This is this is the area where we live, uh, and it it's intense right now because I know last year there were a lot of activity going on with uh, with volcanoes and earthquakes and tsunamis which are all interconnected with uh, with the tectonic plates in our area which which causes all the this awesome um, uh, mountain ranges that we've got but uh, the, you know the name ring of fire it's not a Johnny Cash song, right? It's not no, just a no. Johnny Cash song. <laughs> so, I mean, what, what I mean, do you have anything for the Ring of Fire? Well, I had to do some research on it, you know. <laughs> I live in the Northwest, but it, you don't realize how big the Ring of Fire really is. I it's mean, it's huge. It's about 24,900 miles long. Yeah. It's like this massive ring that goes from like all the way south of Japan, Indonesia, and all those up through Alaska. Right down through Washington, Oregon, California yeah, the, coast. Yeah, I the mean, west coast of uh, the west coast of the Americas, right? Right, right. I mean, it goes all the way. You're right, it goes all the way down to Chile and down does, those does areas. It, does it? Does it go down to Antarctica and call that that big loop? No, it's a horseshoe shape. Okay, so it's more horseshoe, and then so it's open ended at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. So that's a weird one because of the fact that I know there's other people too that talk about it and they discount like certain parts of it. But, but for, for general purposes and practicality, this is what the Ring of Fire entails, right? This is about that area. Right. Well, also, you know, the Ring of Fire not only has all the volcanoes, has all the uh, earthquakes, you know, there's also some of the largest trench in the world. Is yeah, the Mariana tr- yeah. Trench, yeah. Yeah, as I called it when I was little, the Marinara Trench. <laughs> That's where spaghetti is from. That's where I get all my spaghetti. Your spaghetti sauce. Yeah, so that's where I mean, it, and it's it's so interesting that and we talked about this before when we were testing it, and I had called it um, like God's right hand on earth, His wrath on earth, and basically that's it. I mean, you talk about end times and you talk about all this stuff, and this is part of it, right? I mean, you we will we will die by fire. <laughs> That's what he said. The world will not be destroyed by water again, but it will be destroyed by fire. And yeah. you can see where those, yeah. it's laid out. It's, it's part of a perfect plan and design. Yeah, even, well, even even on the other hemisphere, I mean, Pompeii and all that stuff that with the volcanic activity that goes on. I mean, we are, the earth is is constantly moving underground. Anytime you feel a rumble, that's a shift in the plates. So, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So Pacific Northwest, um, volcanoes and Northern Cali uh, volcanoes, 
it also extends to Canada and because uh, I'm talking about right around our area, right? We're the Pacific Northwest, but it also includes Alaska and Canada in, in our place because Canada is super close to Washington State. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, it borders it borders it borders us nice. Um, well, then also with the, where we are with the wind flow. Yeah. You know, with them being north of us, you know, depending on the direction of the weather fronts, you know, all that. All that drops in. All that would come in over yeah. us. So, yeah, we would be impacted by that. So I've got a list. I've got a list of um, volcanoes. I got Mount Hood, Crater Lake, Mount Baker, Three Sisters, uh, Glacier Peak, Newberry, Mount St. Helens, Mount Rainier, Mount Adams, Mount Jefferson, Mount Shasta, and the, the Lassen Volcanic Center. I mean, there's, and that's just a handful, right? Right. Well, yeah. We're Good not or, even, we're not really including Yellowstone. No, Yellowstone's not part of the I Ring know. of Fire. It's okay. not part of the Ring of Fire, but I'm just saying, but it, it's on the east side of us. Right. Yeah. So when we're talking about Ring of Fire, Yellowstone's not part of that <laughs> yeah. destructive plan. It's part <laughs> of the other. I've seen the movie 2020. I know what's going down. No, uh, yeah, it's so that's not part of it. But I just wanted to mention there there is activity on either side of us, and which was weird because uh, I think our what what was the newest one? Do you have do you have anything for um, when these guys like had last um, erupted? Because I've had I have I have some things like the like the last volcanic center in Northern California last erupted in like 1917. I mean that's relatively. That's relatively new, aside from, I think Mount St. Helens was done in two thousand and eight, and that was the latest, not not the big one. The that big, happened. yeah, the big one was nineteen eighty. Yeah, and eighty eighty three, right? Is it eighty eighty? Well, what was weird with that? You look at where Mount St. Helens is now; it was thirteen hundred feet higher, higher, yeah, before it blew. So I mean, when these things go. That's go, yeah. 1,300 feet of just massive rock yeah. just has to go somewhere. It just doesn't disappear. That is a mount. That is a, a, a huge amount of energy being displaced from one area out, outward. And I remember I remembered that because, let's see, 1980, I would have been eight. And where, were I, you, where were you when you were eight, Randy? I was in Aberdeen, Maryland, and a week after that blue, we got ash come down from the sky. Wait, all the way in Aberdeen, Maryland, on the Atlantic coast, yeah. you got ash. We got ash. Is that crazy? That's crazy. Because the, the sky turned gray, and all of a sudden we got like, it was coming down where you just kept looking at it going, what is, it's not snowing. What is this? What did you think as an eight-year-old at that time? Because like volcanoes don't even register to you as an eight-year-old probably, right? Well, for me it does because, I mean, I think I moved from from Hawaii to uh, to Maryland. And so okay. that was, so I, I kind of, you know, I mean, being in that part of it, I mean, we were, we were used to the volcanoes. I mean, I grew up in the Midwest in Columbus, and I can tell you the last thing in my mind was <laughs> volcanoes out in the Ring of Fire or in Washington. That yeah. just never even occurred to me. <laughs> But a lot of these, I mean, these are these are all over the place here. It's it's pretty incredible. I have a whole list of stuff with descriptions and everything. I'm not going to go through it, but it's just there's just a lot of activity that it worries me. It worries me a lot just because of the fact that there are things going on right now. I mean, you worry about uh, Seattle, you know, with Rainier and all that stuff that's out there. Baker that it's they're they're out there. I think. Let me see if my notes has it right. Yeah. So, you know, with the current activity, 
Um, it came out this, oh, early this year that they had been doing some monitoring of the sisters and South Sister in particular. Yeah. And within the past 14 months, I think summer 2020 to August 2021, around that time, they no- they noticed that it had a slight uplift of about just under an inch. The South Sister. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Geez. So, I mean, as you're saying, that they're still moving. I mean, nothing's really going on. We'll never notice an inch over 14 months, but it's Earth's moving underneath us all the time. Yeah. And, and and this is how come we have the big mountains that we do here, the Rockies, because those plates come and push from the ocean up to us, and it, that's where it collides and actually comes up. So you'll have the Rockies, the Cascades. I mean, we'll have all that stuff that goes on in there. It's it's pretty incredible the power that I mean, this is this is stuff that makes mountains. I mean, can you just imagine that? No, it's <laughs> it's so incredible the pressure that goes on to create mountains. It's insane. But the last time uh, we're talking about South Sisters, the, so the, the three sisters are in Central Oregon. And the last time they went off was, oh my gosh, where's my notes at? Here you go. 440. Wait, man? <laughs> 440. Wow. That, that's I, like not even in the same. Yeah. I mean, it's I don't recorded it's, history, yeah. but. Yeah, it's so crazy. So with South Sister, I hiked with. Kelly, last summer, we went, hiked up to the top of South Sister. Oh, so I didn't even know that. We started at the trailhead and you hiked up. And, of course, it's a central cone volcano. And it just starts, you know, goes up, gets to a plateau and starts to go steeper and steeper and steeper. And, but it was just barren, desolate, beautiful terrain. But there was just nothing up there once you get up above, like, the tree line. And those areas of tree lines are lower from prior eruptions. Mm-hmm. Um but I can't tell you the amount of sand and grit I got in my shoes. It just collected through my shoes, oh my God. into my socks, under the, my insoles. I mean, I'm dumping sand out. I didn't even know how I got there, but it just kept accumulating all over me. <laughs> Kelly's like, don't dump that in my car. I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry. Dump it out before you get in the car. So when you started hiking, was it, were you guys in the crater? No, no, we started so, outside. We so hiked outside, up to so the crater. So you, so you hiked... Up over and then into the crater? No, we didn't go. Like, we, we saw the crater and we oh, hiked around the crater. And it I was see. about a mile diameter and I, you know, it was so full of snow. So you just went up and around. Yeah, but okay. I mean, we you could walk on the crater. I just didn't trust it because you never know, know where a crevasse or something's going to pop up well, in there. But Yeah, and then, or, or a live, um, like a live like lava tube that all of a sudden you step in and just break through. I mean, well, obviously you'd feel the heat. Obviously you'd see the steam. Mm-hmm. Or, or the gases, you know, in, in areas like that. But, gosh, that always freaks me out. It, it really freaks uh, me out. I mean, out. I've actually been to the live volcanoes, and they're totally different. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, yeah, they are. Hawaii, there's no yeah. doubt about it. I've been in Hawaii and been on them. So. That is funny. So the current. So we were talking about that uh, as South Sister being um, more current with that. But the, the, most, uh, the most recent activity um, in the American portion of the Ring of Fire occurred, I think it was like 2009, Mount, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that, Redoubt? Yeah, in Alaska. In Alaska, became active and finally erupted late March 22 this year. Okay, okay. Oh, no, 29, became active March 22, I guess in 2009, and eruption ended May 2009. Okay. Crazy. 
Crazy. And then as you're looking at that, they have happened over, you know, long times. Like you said, like the one 400 or something yeah. above. So, and the impact they have is kind of weird. The closer to the equator, the more the impact they have on the overall weather of the world and cooling temperatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so up in Alaska, it blows. And we may not notice it because it's so far north. Yeah. It's not going to have as much impact, even if it spews a ton to bunch of ash, you know, mm-hmm. but you get a minor one down near Mexico, Chile, uh, or in the Philippines. Yeah. I mean, it those are the good. ones, um, you know, like Mount Pinatubo in 1991, that blew and just dropped the temperature of the world for a few years yeah. because it was, it's, it was perfectly located and it just kept going and going and going. And what's, was, was that the cause of, because of the, the ash covering the, the sun? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, it, so, because I was just curious about the impact of them. They said, you know, you know, uh, Mount St. Helens had a minor impact on the global temperature because it was a big eruption. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a smaller one down in Mexico blew. Got it. Yeah. And it had probably three to five times the impact and with a much less portion of it because it was located differently in a different type of eruption. So yeah. there's. That's crazy. There, there's so many more things than just an eruption. It's yeah, it's the aftermath of it. I mean, you have quakes that come afterwards. You have tsunamis that come after, like to, uh, Mount, uh, like uh, the Taal volcano erupted in the Philippines, January 13, 2020, and then again July 1st, 20, uh, 2021, and then you got uh, another volcano in the Philippines, uh, Mayan volcano, erupted. 2018 and 2019 so i mean this is 2018 2019 2020 2021 i mean it's in consecutive order something's happening in the ground well, don't right? forget the one in tonga yeah and that one that one just happened what was it uh, january 15th yeah. 2022 and so this thing erupted under the ocean right and and it caused a tsunami and they felt it as far as because I even called my um, I called my uh, my friends and family in Monterey, and they had I think it was like a raise I think it, it it wasn't like a huge huge tsunami that made it over there, but I think it was it raised uh, about between two to four feet <laughs> over like, so like all from there all the way to California. That's right. They had tsunami warnings for the coast. And I saw some of the videos of people making fun of like the tsunami and yeah. it like raises up a little bit. But yeah. it, but that but that's the whole thing, though. It depends on how it and you're right. It depends on certain just things just have to be in a, in a right case to have a, a crazy disaster. Kilauea has been going on in, Cal, in uh, Hawaii for what? September 29th, uh, 2001. Um, oh, Kilauea. It's mm-hmm. it leveled a whole bunch of areas that I remember we were, my wife and I are in 2012, we're in uh, the big island of Hawaii um, near Hilo. And we were at one of the B and B's and we were talking about, <laughs> so nice. Oh, the lava is never going to flow this way. And we looked at pictures after it, the lava went right through that oh neighborhood because they were talking about lava insurance and different stuff. Um, yeah. Cause the time before like in 2012 it had been dormant i'm not dormant it was still erupting but it had been running the same path for yeah. years and years and years, for years so yeah. nobody ever thought it would change direction it was just going to change direction and that's just oh, what man. it did and of course you see the slow moving like lava worm i guess is the best way to look at it and it just you can't stop them you can't stop it, it i mean it just burns everything yeah you know what i mean so that's crazy 
major, let's see, major earthquake, volcanic eruptions in the Pacific Northwest, current ones. So, like I said, the last, there was like several years where Spokane had little baby earthquakes. There was one last year. <laughs> yeah, there was. I, I didn't feel it, but, it, you know, everybody yeah. was like, oh, do you feel it? Do you feel it? And there we're like, was one. No, I think it was down in southern Idaho. That yeah, one. it was by Boise. And so um, I had my friends, and they were, they were down there, so I had to call them up to see if they were okay. But it was like, what? You don't expect Boise. You know, Idaho to have any earthquakes, but there is. What was that movie? Which which one? It was the one with, oh my God. Was that God. the one with Rock, St. Andreas? No, uh, Pierce Brosnan. Dante's Peak? Dante's Peak. And that was supposed to be that was in like a, Idaho. It was? Yeah, it's in Wallace. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the town of Wallace. And I think it's the town of Wallace was in the movie. But anyways, so yeah, that's kind of an interesting deal where where stuff like that happens. But so scientists, I guess, are forecasting um, volcanoes and earthquakes and stuff like that to start going crazy here within the next how many years? Because we're due for one, right? We're due for a big one. Well, what was interesting looking at the history of this, you know, the strongest earthquake in the world was it happened in Chile in 1960. Mm-hmm. And then four years later, only four years later, the second largest one happened up in Alaska. So they they can cluster, and we haven't, thankfully, I mean, we've had, I guess the last really strong one was the 2011 in Japan, which was a 9.1, which Mm -hmm. we all saw the destruction it did with the tsunamis, the Uh, nuclear fallout from it with the power plant. Um, And so we think we're in control. You know, we build all these things, and then you see what God can use through nature, um, you know, it's, it's part of his plan. You know, I'm not saying anybody deserved anything they got. But they deserve it. Those guys are not kidding. No, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just part of the plan and the design. And um, it is definitely an interesting deal. We are not in control. Never. Not not, not with uh, not when it comes to um, forces like that beyond our control. Uh, we're talking Seattle, right? Ring of Fire, Seattle. It's closest to Seattle, Tacoma, that area. The west side of the state is so close to how many volcanoes. If we have a major earthquake there, will, I mean, I'm speculating now, right? I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, you, we could have like oceanfront property at the base of the Cascades. <laughs> <laughs> That's just crazy to even think about and comprehend. But they always joked about that when I was growing up. Like California's yeah, going to yeah. fall into California's the ocean. California's going to fall. I mean, because of the faults. But but the fault lines are running north south, and then it, it's. I mean, those plates. Are, I mean, the, the the those faults are in line. There's several different faults in California that run north south. But the weird thing though too is the volcanoes. Mount Shasta is like Northern Cal, and you know. Uh, crater lake and all that i mean it's all it seems as though it's all in this line well the ring of fire is a line yeah it's only i can't remember what it was it's not a really wide line really when you look at it by the scope of the world yeah it's, but it, but that line it's like it's in there and it's just so you know you you think about how many millions of people live in these cities in these areas where there's that, that potential destruction and i i trip out i just lose my mind I, I mean, I don't lose sleep about it. I'm not like, you know, I'm not like the the sky is falling kind of guy. But 
there there is a there's a point to be cautious on where you want to live for sure. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we live back east. Um, yeah, you, know, you, you just got to be careful where you live. Back you know? east, we had hurricanes. Yeah, yeah, tornadoes. I, I remember tornadoes up until, uh, and you were telling me it got all the way out there, but I thought it went only as east as like Tennessee, but apparently no, not. it goes all the way to the east coast. Jeez. The, the really really strong ones typically don't make it that far, but they mm-hmm. you. Or, Tornado still a tornado. Yeah, and so the other the other destructive uh, forces are, you've got hurricanes, tornadoes, we've got earthquakes, um, volcanoes. What else is there? I mean, well, there's fires. I mean, yeah. we live in the Northwest. I mean, fires. we deal with fires all the time. There's ice storms and blizzards, mm-hmm. which. You th- well, I think the blizzards of back east are more crazy. Oh, they that. are, but there's there's still yeah, something still to be reckoned with. We still get it for sure. And then, um, well, talking about that now, with all with all that destruction, where would you pick to live in? Man, that is a loaded <laughs> question. It's like, well, which, you know, so I'm going to go to go in engineer mode. Yeah, I'm going to look at probabilities. You know, it's not if it's going to happen. Something's always going to happen. It's yeah. just how yep. frequently we could it be. So for me... They'll probably the last place I want one of the last places I'd want to live for natural disaster reasons would be the tornado alley. Yeah. Heck I mean, no. Like thirty percent of the tornadoes in a year occur within that area. Heck no. It's like But people live there. I I'm not sure why. But I, I that would be one place I'd have trouble. You know, the other place, you know, looking at probabilities lately, the uh northern Gulf Coast, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, with the floods. With the flooding. The, well, you got the flooding, you got the hurricanes mm-hmm. coming up there anywhere from Texas. Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, the Florida Panhandle, those storms keep just coming, plowing up right in that yeah. direction. So, like, there's yeah. places you can live in Florida. Yeah, you're in hurricane area, but your probability is really low. Yeah. So, you know, kind of for me, it's looking at not which storm I want, but which area yeah. has the least likelihood of something happening because you aren't avoiding it. Yeah, you're not. I mean, even, I don't know, I still worry too. I mean, you got anything, if anything ever happens on the Atlantic uh in the Atlantic Ocean, I mean, that's like a tsunami coming. I mean, Florida's so low. If there's a tsunami, Florida's gone, man. Florida's gone. <laughs> I think most of it's yeah. a couple feet above sea level. Like I mean, the, uh, the hills in Florida are bridges. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because I, I remember even even living in Maryland, I mean, the Chesapeake Bay is just right there. I mean, it's right there. You well, walk we I lived right off the Chesapeake Bay. Yeah. I lived in um we lived in Baltimore and they mm-hmm. had a, hur- a tropical storm hurricane, tropical storm by hit us, Isabel, and it just went right up the Chesapeake Bay and got all that water in the bay sloshing yeah. back and forth and it just flooded out the inner harbor of Baltimore. Yeah, it's crazy. So I mean, where I mean, so where would you live? Florida then? Is your I pick? just like Florida. You know, I, I, if you're going to deal with disasters, you might as well have good weather and i like the nice warm weather especially in the winters of florida yeah, that's true i would just choose like you know tampa is a good area i've lived in tampa it's pretty low it gets hit sometimes uh, yeah. jacksonville is pretty low probability but it it's had its run the past few years mm-hmm. i think hurricane matthew went up the coast through there and did some damage in certain areas but you're not avoiding it yeah i think and i don't i don't know it's hard for me to decide on where i would rather live but knowing it's my, okay to say the Northwest, Randy. No, and, I, I mean, knowing my wife, she would rather be in San Diego. I mean, you'll have earthquakes, but it's not really as much as Northern Cal. You'll have anything. You'll have storms, but the storms are, you know, 
it's it's going to be like just really heavy storms. I, and the only thing you worry about is a tsunami coming into play. But you can live higher up in San Diego in the hill area and it'll be fine. But again, I mean, the likelihood of a tsunami, I mean, you can't live in fear and choose yeah. everything no, based yeah, on that. But you're right. But it's like, you know, I mean, you can live in Temecula area right around there and just drive into San Diego. But for her, I think San Diego is her spot. And for me, I, I still love the Pacific Northwest, which is kind of weird. I would rather, I don't know, I, I'd almost want to go to Montana, which is weird. Montana's a beautiful country. Yeah. I like Montana. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with Inland Northwest. I mean, I love my time here, but, it, you know. It gets, yeah. It, it gets I, a little cold for me. I know. that's And that's the whole thing, too, with Montana. I'm like, I don't know. And then I was thinking Colorado. And then I told Dina, I was like, maybe Arizona, like Flagstaff. is. I mean, that's like, ah, I don't know if I want to live there either because uh, it's just crazy. I just, if California had a different government, that would be so much better. <laughs> Total different subject. <laughs> yeah. like keep it on track here, Randy. Keep it on track. So, okay, best of both worlds. I, I think the best place to to live, I think, would be San Diego for me. So you and me are thinking the same thing. Somewhere warm. Yeah, yeah. Because, you and know. And you know what? It, Most of the U.S. population is thinking the same thinking the thing. the same thing. Yeah, but but I think the safest, safest bet literally is because you don't even want to go in the middle of the country too, because that gets a, that's that's too it's just too crazy. But I do love the Pacific Northwest. I think I think uh, the east side of uh, Washington I like the most, just because it feels as though you get more. And I do I get nostalgic about having all four seasons, and that's that's what we get here, right? We get everything. I could deal with. I only I, need I two. could deal without the snow. I only need two. Yeah, I mean, I could deal without the snow because you know, after a while, it's just like I mean, you love it in the beginning, and then all of a sudden, you're like, I hate it so much. The snow is so dirty, but it, it really reminded me of my childhood back east. So that's why I was like, this is a great spot. So yeah, nothing wrong with the Northwest. Yeah. I've loved my time here. Yeah, and I, and I look forward to more time here. But push comes to shove, I'm gonna be down in. Florida, North Carolina, <laughs> South Carolina, oh, try to man. get out of the winter. Yeah. Well, anyways, that, that that concludes our talk today. Ring of Fire, the big question that you can answer, like either on the Facebook, Instagram, or like wherever you listen to it, you can leave comments, uh, And is where would you rather live? Would you live in a place with volcanoes, earthquakes, tornadoes, hurricanes, or what? I mean, whatever natural disaster. Where where would you want to decide to to just park it? This is Randy Badano. This is Ryan Kim. You've been listening to that upper left life. Mm-hmm.